Hey, everyone. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are attempting to make good on some of our school year goals that we discussed last week. And we're digging into the idea of meal planning, some tips, some struggles, some of our plans for this year. But before we get to that, where can you find us outside of the podcast? You can find us on Facebook in our private Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. And you could also follow us on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. You can also email the show anytime, any day, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. We got a few emails this past week. One we're going to share a little bit later when we're talking about our meal planning and another one from our friend Michelle. And Michelle, if you're hearing this, I have edited this to remove some of the personal details. So I'm just going to share some of the feedback. Wendy talked about potentially exploring the option of Weight Watchers. And so Michelle gave some feedback on that. And she said the point system is definitely doable and easier than it used to be. But there were still many moments of I feel deprived. She says, as someone with a history of eating disorders, it did teach me better portion control. However, the daily tracking and scanning barcodes and weight slash measuring food was too much to keep up for me. That's what I worry about, too. Mm-hmm. I don't like the minutia. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if it, if I can't just, like, grab it out of the cupboard and eat it. <laughs> right. If I got to scan it and then see how many points I got left for the day and this and that and whatever, like... That becomes like way too overwhelming for me. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I like sway back to like, oh, I'm just going to eat whole foods instead. And that's got to be healthy. So this is it's the big old like jumble in my brain of like, what should I do? It I and I do think it can be a lot to take on. I think it would almost be one of those things you need to have like this is what I eat in a week. <laughs> Just do that. I know. So that you're not constantly, but then you feel like stuck in that as opposed to you can't just eat what sounds good. You have to eat what you know you, quote, can eat. Right. And I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like those kind of like parameters or boundaries because then I get angry and resentful right. and then I quit. So, well, and know. I think that maybe goes against like their whole goal. Like their whole goal is to make like eating work for you. Like these are the foods you like to eat. Here's how to make it work as opposed to getting locked into here's what you can and cannot eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that feedback, Michelle. It's always nice to hear. The good and the bad. For sure. Thank and you. And Wendy has an update for us from something we talked about last week. Well, if you recall, we talked about a Lifetime sorority hazing movie because we talked a lot about the Alabama rush and all that stuff. BTW, side note, have you seen any new schools on I TikTok? Have, no, it kind of seems to have faded out a little ah, bit of so my for you page like bama dominated and yeah. then everyone else is kind of like Meh. i'm still uh, seeing the bama girls that i followed in their new like wow lives. yeah interesting so i talked about a movie it's called dying to belong and i don't know last week if i actually even knew the name of the movie i don't believe so Yeah, I think I just remember a scene from the movie. So I did some Googling, and the movie that came up was Dying to Belong, starring Hilary Swank, Sarah Chalk, Jenna Van Oy from Blossom, right? Wasn't she in Blossom? And Mark Paul Gossier. I can never say his last name. What (laughs) is it? You try and make it too fancy. It's just Gossler. Gossler. Well, it's the double S and the double A's. Yeah, I'm like always trying to be like, but it, it's not that. Mark Paul Gossler. Anyway, which I had forgotten that he was in that. Like, I don't remember a dude being like, no, but part that's a good cast. That, it's it's a cast. really good cast, yeah. right? So the movie was made or it actually came out in 1997. And so this messes with my timeline a little bit because last week I had said like I had saw it prior to going to college. And that's why I was like, never, nope, not doing that. But I graduated from high school in 1993. And this came out obviously how many years later? Four years later. So I I'm still not sure if it's the same movie that I have stuck in my head. I'm going to... Go, Go ahead. on a limb and say that I would bet Lifetime has made more than one 
that oh, yeah. sorority movie, just like they've made more than one cheerleader movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's entirely possible that this is just one of <laughs> their collection. The most popular mm-hmm. of their collection. It's a cult fan favorite, and you cannot stream it anywhere. Oh. It is not available anywhere. It looks like it used to be on Amazon Prime, but when I teed it up to watch it yesterday, it said not available. So, um, yeah, I don't, mm, I don't know. So I'm going to do some more I'm going to find I'm going to find it somewhere. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to confirm or deny if this is the movie that has burned into my brain about how bad sorority hazing can be. Well, the one I remember is someone like jumped off of a building. Yeah, I see. I remember that, too. But I don't remember it being one of these particular actresses, although maybe it could have been Sarah Chalk. I remember Sarah Chalk being a mean girl. Anyway, we'll report back again. Well, here's another update. They are remaking this movie for 2021, later this fall, and it stars Shannon Dodry. And did I say her last name no. right? No. <laughs> An- another name that gets me every single time. How do you say it? Doherty. Doherty. God, I, I say it with a G, right? Doherty. Anyway. You, you, sit, you put the T in a weird spot. I can't. Who yeah, is she, she just... going to play? Someone's mother? Yes, uh... exactly. Like, she's a former uh... sorority. Now she's a mom. And mm. I don't, yeah, I don't know. The The still picture that I saw of it is like, she's hugging this girl. Oh. <laughs> so like, comforting her because she didn't, I don't, whatever. It. I'm excited to see it. Coming to a bonus podcast episode near you. I think so, right? So I had an interesting last few days, and let's just start with a moment I had yesterday where I want to know if you can relate to this, because I tried to explain it to my husband, and he could not relate. He empathized, but he did not ha- did not experience this. I was at a bridal shower yesterday. It was outdoors. Everyone was vaccinated, etc. But it was a shower for the daughter of good friends of my parents and my mom was there she wasn't there when I got there and when I walked in the woman hosting the shower had hired a party planner that my mom used I'm not sure that this is relevant it is relevant to me though and this woman the party planner her name is Christine is so good at her job every party she does of my mother's my mom always says you feel like you get to be a guest at your own event because she's incredible and she has this team of women that work for her that are also incredible and a couple of them I know really well because they've done a ton of my mom's parties and they're just really lovely women and so they were there yesterday and it was such a nice surprise to walk in and see them and it was just a nice moment and I was chatting with them and they had seen my mom recently and they said oh your mom looks so good I've kind of alluded to it here but this past year has been rough for my mom and for us by extension. And they said, she looks so good. And she was talking about how great you guys were over the past year. And honestly, with everything that went on, you kind of are just like powering through on adrenaline. You're like, just let's get through this thing. Let's get through this next thing. And something about two separate instances of these women saying, your mom looks so good. It was so nice to see her. I know this past year must have been hard on all of you. Just like made me so teary. Oh, (laughs) sure. I, it's like that moment where you're fine until someone talks to you about the thing that you're fine about. And then like they're, and they were lovely. They were saying sweet, wonderful things. It was not there was nothing inappropriate. They didn't do anything wrong. But I had to excuse myself and go to the bathroom and try and, like, pull myself together so I'm not crying in the middle of the shower making a scene. Yeah. Oh, Megan. Anyway. No. So this is what I think. And it says it goes with what you said. Like, the last 18 months, we've just been trying to, like, power through it. Get on. Move on. Move on. Right? Mm-hmm. And the world is burning down around us. And then your mom is going through this particular thing. And it's you finally had, like, a pause yesterday with somebody talking to you about it. And, like, the gravity of the situation probably hit you. You know, like, oh, my God. You're right. And then you're like, your heart is so full that your mom has handled it with such grace and like is so lovely and talking about you guys and how you've been so helpful. And so it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Well, and now I'm crying again. So (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. And 
obviously they're not listening to this, but if you are, your comments were lovely. And if I ran away, I'm sorry, but I had to stand in the bathroom and like, <gasps> I was like, I don't know how to make myself stop crying. So I was like trying to take stand the face and like keep my eye makeup from running and just had to take a minute. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I this is not the first time something like that's happened to me. I've definitely been in a situation where you're fine and then someone brings up the thing and then that makes you cry. Anyway. It's just because you're like shoving it down. Yeah. Like I'm you know what I mean? Yes. And then when it just rises to the surface, it's a lot. It's a lot to take. So I'm sending you hugs from my closet. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and I would say that to anybody listening, I would imagine that every single one of us, you too, we've all been shoving a lot down just in the name of survival. So maybe give yourself a little yeah. grace because just because it's been this long and we are supposed to be used to the way everything is doesn't mean that it's easy on any of us. Right? Totally. Now I now I have questions about the shower itself. It was lovely. Did you stay while they opened presents and all that jazz? I did, but they they did a really nice job. It was not a huge event. It was outdoors and the weather was beautiful and they did a nice job pacing it because like as dessert was being served, the bride got up and she opened gifts and everyone commented like you did a really good job like moving the gift opening along. Um she was very gracious and thanked everybody, but kept it moving because I want to see the gifts, but I also don't want to be too. a two-hour investment of time watching someone opening gifts. I like the gift opening portion of a shower. I, I do mean, too. It's because I don't like to make chit-chat, so like if I can just sit there <laughs> right? and be quiet and watch somebody open right? gifts, like that makes me happy. So Yeah, it was, and it, it's fun to see. It's like, oh, I, you know, get all their new stuff. I like how Yeah, like what's the... Yeah, what's the new houseware, like, hot stuff right now? Well, pizza ovens are the thing now. So they got a pizza oven and they got all the accoutrement. And they got, like, a cute, like, copper drink tub. Oh, cute. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was, you know, bakeware and that sort of thing. You Mm -hmm. know, the standards. But it's always nice to get new stuff, like brand new cookie sheets and nice cookie scoops. And it it was fun. I enjoyed that stuff. I I would like a brand new cookie sheet and... (laughs) Me too. I've been married for 20 years. We still use a lot of the stuff we got for our wedding 20 yeah. years ago. Well, I, I when I went to buy her gift at Crate and Barrel, they were out of a lot of the things on her registry. So I was putting together some things. And one of the women she I was buying, I bought baking supplies. And she goes, well, she doesn't have oven mitts on her registry. But I was like, it's kind of one of those things you can't really have too many of. Like you... Totally. So I threw a couple like oven mitts in and a baking mix. It was very fun to shop for the wedding. Now, I would have put a pebble ice machine on mine yeah, 20 years ago right? if that was a thing, right? right? Me too. Me too. Maybe I should just, I was going to say, maybe I should just get married again. Hi, honey. I know you're listening. <laughs> maybe maybe we should renew our vows. Can we get new gifts for that? I don't know. That yeah. might also be a kiss of death, too. So. <laughs> right. It's like when Carrie Bradshaw registered for her being single. I don't. Like, oh, I don't remember that. For Sex she was like, City. "How come married people get all the gifts?" She registered for like a pair of shoes because a pair. I think because her shoes got ruined or stolen at a friend's party. Okay, okay. More stories from my life. So this yesterday was also my husband's birthday, and last week, the day before school started, we had a bit of a flood in our home. You know, just in time for my life to return to normal. (laughs) I walk out of my room to see water pouring out of my laundry room. And prior to last Wednesday, I would have told you one of the best things about my house is that it has an upstairs laundry room. I have loved our upstairs laundry room. It is so convenient. You're not hauling laundry up and downstairs if all of your bedrooms are upstairs. It's amazing. I love it. Until I didn't, <laughs> because when an upstairs laundry room floods, it's got to go somewhere, and it goes down, and our laundry room is directly above our garage, which, on the one hand, not the worst place. It could have been flood. worse. It could have been so much worse. Fortunately, we were home, because I it was starting to get on our Christmas decorations, so I started ah! process. I had to pull everything out. I was like... <laughs> Full body sweat, ripping everything out. Anyway, the result of this is we currently do not have a functioning washer. And so we didn't have time on Saturday. But on Sunday, my husband, while I was at the shower, on his birthday, hauls all of our laundry to my parents' house (laughs) so that he can do our laundry. And our plan was, oh, we'll come down and meet you after the shower and we'll do dinner down there. 
And after the shower, he was like, you know what? Just, he said, we had, my dad was there because my mom was at the shower with me. He's like, your dad took us out to lunch. And then he took him shopping at the surf shop down there. So cute. He goes, we had Your a big- dad took your husband shopping yes. like for his birthday? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, what a uh, day my, out. I know. He goes, yeah, he goes, grandpa took me shopping. And my mom had already gotten him a gift, which was very sweet that he <laughs> went to a little surf shop. Anyway, he took them out to lunch. And he's like, we had a huge lunch. I don't really want to do a big dinner. He goes, just go home. There's no point in you sitting here and waiting. For the laundry to be done. So I went home. (laughs) While he continued doing laundry. (laughs) And on his birthday, and because while they were waiting, he and my son then walked to get milkshakes during one of the loads. So he got home. Didn't want his birthday cake because they had had milkshakes like two hours prior. Didn't want the birthday dinner that we had planned because they had had a huge lunch. He even was like, maybe we can do presents tomorrow. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. No, I feel like this is the worst birthday ever. There's not that many presents. doesn't take that long to open. It's like 7 o'clock. It was not that late. It's like, we are doing presents. (laughs) So Seriously. I felt, and the whole time I'm like, I'm the worst wife. This is a terrible birthday. My birthdays are very important to me. If this had been my birthday, I would have been crying angry tears. So (laughs) I, he was fine. Although at one point he goes... Does our dryer still work? And our dryer does still work because the dryer was slowing them down. So he goes, I'm just going to load the rest of this wet laundry up and bring it home. And so we had like three or four loads to dry when he got home. Uh But that was at 7 p.m. And they had been there since 10 o'clock in the morning. So wow. I was like, yes, please come home. So if you're my husband needs a birthday do over and I feel like a bad wife, he at no point made me feel crappy about it but i definitely was like this and my birthday is exactly four weeks from his so it's like this cannot set the tone for my birthday oh, <laughs> like i know that but my birthday I cannot see. be because <laughs> he always jokes like oh well however my birthday goes is how your birthday will go but that cannot be no, the case this no, year. no 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're like no 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 it's not happening yeah. that way no 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 plus last year your birthday was like you know, I know we're still in a pandemic, but it was like mid-pandemic last year. It was a real drag, you know? <laughs> yes. So was his, I mean, to be I fair. To be fair, I don't remember what you did for your birthday. I know I remember what you and I did for your birthday. That was it. Uh, that was the extent of it. I did nothing else for yeah, everything. And no, I had other friends no. who were like, let's plan a lunch. And I was not going out at that point. I had not. Yeah. Like, no, sorry. Thank you. I didn't do anything for my birthday last year. So, yes, I would like a double birthday do-over this year. Totally. I moved on. And I'm like, I, okay, your birthday was over. That sucked. I'm, but now it's time to start thinking about mine. Yeah. I don't worry about his birthday. I mean, I, I don't know your husband that well enough to, like, was the birthday a big deal for him? He likes getting gifts, so he got gifts. He was very happy with those. And then I have his favorite ice cream cake. Fortunately, it was an ice cream mm-hmm. cake, so it keeps obviously very well. It will be fine to have yeah. with dinner tonight. Yeah. I don't think it was a terrible birthday. We made French toast in the morning. and Oh, nice. I, You know, I think he thought it was sweet that my dad took him to lunch. and <laughs> Yeah, where did they go to lunch? I'm sure there was, you know, I'm sure it was nice. I mean, they went to El Ranchito, which my husband loves. Oh. One of his favorite places. So Okay, then. And then I mean, he got it. to enjoy the day just without you. <laughs> yes. I don't think it was a terrible day. I just don't think it was the greatest day ever. But, Aww. you know, that's what happens when you turn 45. So, all right, guys. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back and talk getting your life together with meal planning. So, as I mentioned at the top of the episode... We're talking meal planning today, and last week, if you heard our goal setting for the school year episode, if you haven't, I really love that episode, so go back and give it a listen, but I set one of my goals is to get my meal planning act together this year, and I Mm -hmm. laid out all the ways in which I was going to do that, and so Wendy and I were talking last night, and she would like this to be one of her goals, but I think she and me as well and you the listener have struggles there are roadblocks in order to make this happen so we're gonna talk through how i do it some ideas some struggles wendy's gonna like naysay all of my ideas and then (laughs) no 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 everyone's family is different everyone has different things that work so we're gonna talk about how my ideas might not work for everybody all right 
So here are my struggles when it comes to meal planning or cooking in general, because honestly, I really don't like cooking. It's time consuming. I don't want to spend my entire evening like prepping, cooking, cleaning up. It's just, I hate it. I hate Mm -hmm. the whole thing about it. Like props to the people who find it enjoyable. I can't stand it, but people got to eat, right? So my biggest problem is, is I don't plan and I never have food on hand to make a meal. Like, does that happen to you where you're like, oh, I'm going to make burgers, but then you don't have any meat and then you got to go to the store and then like this and it just turns into a totally. whole nightmare and you end up ordering food out. At least that's what we do in our house because I'm lazy like that. The other problem I have is we have a small family. It's just the three of us, but my husband and my daughter, I would consider picky eaters. And my husband... He doesn't like to eat a lot of carbs at night. So things, easy things like pasta dishes or like potatoes, like they will go uneaten if I make them, which then like makes me furious. Mm -hmm. I never, I never understood that when I was younger. Like my stepmom would make dinner and then if it didn't get eaten like by me, like Mm -hmm. she would be pissed about it. Mm -hmm. Well, now I totally understand because it's effort. And then if it's not consumed, then you're pissed. I got it. So, and my daughter now has, like, really turned into, like, this eater who won't eat certain things. Like, I don't I don't want to eat steak. We always eat that salad. We always have chicken. Like, she's super grouchy about everything. And then we'll eat just, like, one small thing. Like, if I make a meat and a vegetable, she'll eat maybe some of the vegetables. And then that's it. And like, so it's just very frustrating to accommodate everybody and their and plan for the likes and dislikes. And then on top of that, my event is almost over, you guys. On top of that, I feel like I'm not getting to eat what I want to eat, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you know, I like a fish dish every once in a while, but those two won't eat it. So then, like, I have to make what they'll eat. Do you know? Yes. So frustrating. Well, I want you to know that you're not alone in any of that. And even people who are meal planning are not meal planning to an audience that is receptive to every meal that they make. There's a reason why someone will post like, I made this and everybody loved it because it's a noteworthy occasion when that happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, meal planning is a separate experience from my family enjoying dinner. And as much as I like those two things... (laughs) To be the same, I think for kids to be like, oh, chicken again. I mean, how many times have we heard that? Or my kids are like, I don't really like that thing that they liked a week ago. Or I don't really, I don't really. That's that's just how kids are. Yeah. I will say that sometimes I'll say like, hey, tell me your favorite things that we have. And if they can't come up with anything, well, too freaking bad. (laughs) But if they do, like, hey, I like those meatloaf muffins you make. Great. That goes on the menu. Like, whatever the things are, like, how can we kind of bring them into the fold? I know some people say, have kids cook with you. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have the bandwidth for that. I don't enjoy that, especially on a weeknight. That's not fun for me. It adds stress. It adds work. I know that does not make me a super great parent. That doesn't work for me. Because you're just trying to get dinner on the table during the weeknight, right? Yeah. So the thing is, I don't enjoy meal planning and I don't enjoy cooking dinner, but not liking something doesn't make it go away. Like you said, everyone's got to eat. So I know that I personally feel like my best, most together self when I know exactly what's for dinner. And to your point, I have separated myself from the, are they going to like it? Are they going to eat it? Now, I'm not intentionally making foods that I know they don't like. But if this isn't their favorite meal ever, mm, if they leave it on the plate, eh, I, I don't know why. I just, okay, I'm sorry you didn't like it. <laughs> like I said, I'm not intentionally making something that I know they don't like. But if it wasn't their favorite mm-hmm. thing, you're going to eat again. You're going to eat again. You're going to eat three times tomorrow. Go get yourself a yogurt or cut up an apple or whatever it is. Anyway, okay. All that out. So let me talk through my process a little bit. Yeah. Again, the goal is 
feeding everyone. Our typical weeknight meals are very basic. Do I take help from the grocery store in the form of frozen veggies or jarred pasta sauce or jarred marinades or whatever it is? Yeah, I do. Do I buy pre-minced garlic? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. do I do these things? Sometimes am I going to buy the chopped onions in the deli or the yes produce department because <laughs> I don't want to do it? Yes. Like shortcuts are fine. Yeah. Quick yeah, fixes totally. are I'm, fine. Uh, Semi-homemade I'm fine down with shortcuts. Totally. Yes. Mentioned this last week, I made a list in a note on my phone of the easy go-to meals we make in our house. And for the most part, those are meals that most people will eat. And it's a very basic list. Like it's things like pasta with red sauce, pasta with Alfredo sauce, turkey burgers, pork tenderloin, meatloaf muffins. Like these are just these simple basic meals that I know that A, I know how to make without thinking about it. I don't have to look at a recipe and B, for the most part, people are going to eat them and I can get them done relatively quickly. So I'm totally on board with that idea. Like I like just to have things in the house that we could make for dinner. But what, and I agree, jarred sauces, whatever, like Those are my go-tos as well. But the problem that I run into in my home is that my husband wants to eat, like, uh, fairly healthy. Mm -hmm. So what happens is if we got something, let's say, like, Trader Joe's frozen orange chicken, Mm -hmm. right? He'll totally eat that, but he doesn't want to eat that with rice, he would want to eat it with like a cauliflower rice or whatever. So what happens to me is that like I end up with like meal planning fatigue of like trying to balance it all. But can't you just buy the frozen cauliflower rice and the frozen regular rice and then toss them in the microwave and throw them in a bowl? Yes, I can. But like I just get like overwhelmed with that idea. I do too. I do too. And sometimes... My daughter is a very picky eater, and sometimes knowing I have to adapt something for her, I think, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's the adapting part of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would make pasta five nights a week if I can because it's freaking easy. But, like, he doesn't want to eat pasta five nights a week, you know? And if I do make pasta, I always usually have to make, like, some sort of meat with it, like a sausage or a meatball or whatever, because he wants to eat the protein and not the carbohydrate, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So it just gets into this rhythm of like, who wants what? Here's a menu. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking shit. Like, it just is what it is. You know, that's, excuse me, his preferences. And he's very, like, accommodating. Like, if I'm going to make orange chicken and rice and that's what we're having, he'll eat it. But he would prefer Mm -hmm. an alternative, you know? So it... It just is what it is. No, I hear you. Well, like, I don't do dairy, right? But we, Mm -hmm. I'll buy a frozen lasagna for my family. And then I know that on those nights, because that's an easy dinner that I throw in the oven with some frozen garlic bread and I'm done. I'm happy to find something else for myself to eat that night because everyone else is fed. And that's something that everybody else will eat. But I do know, like, that's an extra step for me that I'm going to have to accommodate. Okay. If you're making your meal plan... Is there going to be a night that you know you're ordering out? I don't cook on Fridays ever, ever. Do we order out every Friday? No. Sometimes we just throw something together, like leftovers or whatever. But I do not cook dinner on Friday nights. You're on your own. Do not always come home to dinner. So is there a night that you're going to do that? And make sure you work that into your plan. Like, because that's a gift that you're giving to yourself. Obviously, you can throw in ordering out when things don't go to plan. But it's also nice to know, hey, I don't even have to think about it. It's not like the last minute decision to order pizza. Well, last night we came up because I was trying to come up with, you know, we're obviously thinking about this stuff and I wanted to come up with like a list of go-to meals. Mm -hmm. And as I start to write this down, like I write three things down and I can't remember anything else. Like I have nothing. It's blank. So I asked my daughter, I'm like, what's like a go-to meal that I usually make? And she looks at me, I swear to God, goes, ordering out Mm. and I was like oh my god she's right though Megan we ordered out five nights last week five nights wait it might have even been more but it was all week long because I didn't been on vacation you cooked every single night on vacation the last (sighs) week of summer yeah but whatever I like it makes me feel like a horrible parent and human that I don't provide a healthy nutritious meal for my family on the reg you know But last night, 
I ripped up five pieces of paper and it made my husband come up with five ideas. It made my daughter come up with five uh-huh. ideas. And then, of course, I came up with like a hundred ideas uh-huh. of like of things we can eat. So I don't know what it is because when I try to come up with meal planning, like I'm at a full loss and I go, oh, I'll go to Pinterest or I'll look online. And like these things are way too complicated. Mm-hmm. I don't want like a 10 step recipe. Mm-hmm. I want to like one, two, three, boom, it's done. Dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was really excited that they contributed to making a list of foods that we were going to we're going to work through over the next several weeks. I like it. And on top of that, this is what we decided, because there's two nights a week that my daughter's at the soccer field until 7.30. By the time we get home, it's almost 8 o'clock. Like, trying to figure out dinner on those nights or cook dinner on those nights is, it, it's just not doable. It is just not doable. So we decided Tuesday nights, we're always going to have, like, a salad mm-hmm. that I can, like, prep during the day. And then we just come home and eat a salad. Especially because at night, you're not, like, loading up with, like, something heavy, like, and then go to bed. Or I'm going to do some kind of crock pot dinner that maybe I could start during the day and we can eat before we head out to the soccer field or it's there for us when we get home. Mm -hmm. And then on Thursdays is our dedicated pizza night. So we're going to order pizza on Thursday nights. Like, there's, that's just the way it is. And I can get down with that. Yeah, see, and that was the next thing is you got to look at your calendar and you have to know in the week, look, I either work later, we have a kid activity late this week or whatever it is. Dinner is not going to happen in this way where I'm going to be able to spend 30 minutes in the kitchen prepping it. So yes, exactly that plan those days when you know that you have to make other accommodations. Okay, if you are good at prepping things ahead of time in your freezer or like me, you like to buy some stuff at Costco to toss in your freezer for easy meals, keep a list Mm. of what you have and keep it maybe in the same place you keep your list of go-to meals so that you know, oh, I've got a lasagna in there, I have a soup in there, I have frozen ravioli, whatever it is. So when you're menu planning, you can pull from that list as well. It's fine for your meal plan to be pull the frozen lasagna out and put it in the oven. But you got to know what you have because I put that stuff in the freezer and I'll forget it's there. And so it's not doing you any good. Well, you know what's so funny? You just mentioned that I was, you know, on vacation and I cooked almost every night. But prior going prior to that vacation, I meal planned. Mm-hmm. So it was, which is so not me, but it did make making dinner that week so much easier because I knew what I had on hand right. and I knew that I could pull something together and I knew that there were leftovers from the night before that I could add to that night's dinner. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I like the idea of having like, I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. Go ahead. When you sit down to meal plan, the first thing you need to consider is what's your typical grocery shopping day? Because you got to do your meal plan before your grocery shopping. Because if you're going to go grocery shopping and then meal plan, you're going to be like, oh, I don't have the tortillas for those tacos. I don't have the vegetable for that soup. Whatever it is, you have to do it in this order. You're speaking my language. (laughs) (laughs) So my brain tells me to meal plan on Sunday nights, but I typically do my grocery shopping on Fridays. So that is not a good day. Or Mondays, sometimes Mondays. But I like to go into the weekend with a full, fully stocked refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. And so that doesn't always work for me. So figure out, and it's okay if your grocery shopping day is not the same every week, but definitely figure out what you need to buy before you go and buy it. (laughs) Because I know that when my husband goes grocery shopping, he'll put like dinners, like literally he'll write the word dinners on the (laughs) list. And he'll come Mm -hmm. home with like chicken or ground turkey or pasta. Like he hasn't, like it doesn't have a fully fleshed out plan. So we'll have chicken, but we won't necessarily have yeah. like a marinade for that, it. We won't have a vegetable that's me. to go or potatoes to go with it. I'm like, I got chicken, but what am I supposed to do with it? That is 100 me. 100%. Yeah. Or he'll buy pasta. But I'm like, well, we need like my family likes garlic bread with pasta. Or we need stuff to make a salad to go with the pasta. Or we need mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. So even your basic dinners, you need to make sure you have those supplies on hand. So here's what the actual act of meal planning looks like for me is I will look at what I currently have in my fridge, in my freezer, in my pantry. Do I have like frozen chicken or frozen ground turkey or pasta or whatever it is? And I will 
write those things down. Do I have a soup to use? Do I have a lasagna, etc. All of those things. So I'll kind of just pick and choose from there what we have. And I'll do like a combination of like, oh, I have this freezer meal and oh, I have chicken to make whatever that soup everybody likes. Nobody likes soup. I don't know what I'm talking about. My family thinks soup. <laughs> other than my husband, my kids think soup is the worst meal ever. I don't understand it. I like soup. Ugh, soup. Anyway. And then I always, I never plan for seven nights of meals. We always have, now not everybody's a leftover eater. So this is family by family. Growing up, we never ate leftovers. In my house, we do. So plan for either a leftover night or a snacky dinner night where you're kind of just throwing together a few things or a cereal for dinner night. The other night, I came downstairs. We had had a really late lunch, and my kids and husband were having celery with peanut butter <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> I was like, okay. great. Stop right there. <laughs> Why did you have celery on hand? That is because my husband went to the grocery store, and he enjoys celery with peanut butter, so he bought celery uh, when he went. Okay, okay. I okay. don't ever buy celery. I, I can't stand it. I've only Except ever bought celery. Yep, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's the one time a year I buy it. Now, there's a lot of information. There is help. You do not have to do this all on your own. The most expensive, highest return help is like a meal kit delivery service. Like Wendy and I have uh -huh. both used Home Chef in the past. I think those are great, but you also need to have a plan for them. Like, Mm -hmm. I've definitely had weeks where they've come and I'm like, oh, crap, I don't have a night where I could sit and make these. Yeah. So if you are going to get those, make sure you've looked at your calendar and thought, do I have two nights to actually make a full meal? Do we have, you know, sometimes there's kids activities or meals out or events where you're not really home. Make sure you have time so you're not throwing away the expensive meal delivery kit or trying right. to freeze stuff and save it for later and repurpose. That's a nightmare. Because some of that home chef or even other meal planning kits is like, there's a lot of prep work that goes into it. There's mm -hmm. a lot of chopping and sauteing mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And when I have time, that's not a problem. Right. But like I said, some nights are busy and mm -hmm. I don't have time for that and they go to waste. I've actually paused my subscription for the summer cause just because I knew that like I wasn't going to put that much effort into it i may i may revisit i i really wish i could do it like one night a week but i don't think that's an option no i agree one night a week would be perfect for us as well and like sometimes every other week works for me too on those mm -hmm. which you can do you can skip weeks another kind of in-between option that we have also both used in the past is emails and emails is an app-based subscription and we have a link we can leave. You can get a two-week free trial. And it has meal plans, and they're categorized. So it will be like budget-friendly, calorie-conscious, kid-friendly, crock-pot meals, keto, gluten-free. And they have a ton of different options. And you can pick and choose from each of the meal plan that they update every week. And the best thing about it is once you've chosen your meals for the week – it will then dump all of the ingredients into a shopping list and you can open up the grocery pickup or delivery app of your choice. And they have integrations with Kroger and Walmart and Amazon Fresh. And you can choose, it'll list all the ingredients and you can either add or remove them from your grocery list as needed. And often it'll give you, oh, I need you know, a can of diced chilies and it'll give you like the different brand options and you can choose which one you want and you can just kind of mm -hmm. go through and pick and choose what you need. And sometimes if you need a total of two onions for the three recipes, it combines all of those things together. So it's kind of a nice way to combine the meal planning with the list making process. Honestly, it's my favorite option. It's the most budget friendly. And I found the meals they were real crowd pleasers. They were not hard to make. They were didn't have a lot of wild ingredients that my family wasn't going to like. I could find really basic flavors and kind of twists on like, here's chicken, but here's a way we've never made it. Or my family loves like anything on a bun. <laughs> like here's a different kind of <laughs> sandwich with the different flavor that we haven't used or a pasta with something slightly different than our typical jarred sauce. I really like that. And although I'm not currently a user, as I was thinking about all of this for this particular episode, I kind of was missing using it. Um, well, even you talking about it right now, I was like, I'm going to download that again because that right? was a lifesaver. Yeah. And, and I used it when 
I remember we reviewed it and I was like, oh, I like to use the list and shop in the store and uh-huh. do that. But honestly, I don't want to shop in the store anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to definitely use it for like a grocery pickup option or delivery option because that's going to make life so much easier. Right? Like I talk about time saving. I haven't done grocery pickup since pre-March 2020 and I miss it. I miss it. Wait, you haven't done grocery pickups since all of my sto- shopping in store for the last yeah. eighteen months, which seems weird. It seems like it would be the opposite for you. Well, the reason was initially early pandemic grocery pickup slots were very hard to come by, yeah. and so my feeling was that I was leaving them available for people who genuinely needed them. Like we Got were it. not elderly, we were not immunocompromised. I was able to go to the grocery store. I didn't enjoy it, but. It was possible for us. And so yeah. I, we had friends who could not go into a grocery store and did not for a full year and really relied on those. And then I just got out of the habit, quite frankly. And the other issue early on was that stock was so limited that you didn't really know what you were going to get. Like, do you remember when there yeah. was no bread? <laughs> like, what are they yeah. going to substitute with? So yeah. I kind of wanted to be able to make those adjustments myself. And again, got out of the habit even once supply came back in stock but i want to go back to it me too i'm definitely checking out emails emails again when you mentioned pinterest it can be very overwhelming but if you have ever created a pinterest board of meals you'd like to try and never looked at it again maybe maybe <laughs> give it a glance maybe there's something there that you actually do want to try because i know we have so many that I've so pinned many. and uh-huh. never go back to. And then I open up Pinterest. And I'm like, oh, that that fall pasta bake looks delicious. <laughs> Why don't I make that? Uh, I know. It just sometimes it gets Pinterest can get real dicey for me. Sure. You know, I won't even go into it. But if you guys know of a like a good Pinterest account that has like legitimate easy recipes, please email us or drop it in our Facebook group or something because I don't want to, like I said before, I don't want to make a gourmet meal. I want to make an easy meal people will eat. For sure. We have a couple of monthly meal plans. Um, We have one for September and one for October. Obviously, they can be used anytime, but they're kind of a little more fall style meals transitioning out of summer and we'll leave a link to those in our show notes but the one last thing to think about is when you sit down are you going to plan for a week are you going to plan wendy said maybe 10 days at a time are you going to plan for a month i will say that sometimes weekly meal planning a week goes by real fast and all of a sudden you're like are you kidding me i have to do this again so (laughs) sometimes if you're in the mode it helps to maybe go like wendy said like go a second week out if you have it in you to do the full month but all of a sudden you've made those that week's meals and you got to do it again set yourself up for success figure out what's going to work best for you and i've said so many words about meal planning i think that's all she wrote jen's email oh my gosh Okay, I've been trying to find the perfect time to include this, and then I completely forgot it. So our friend Jen, who is lovely and organized and has her life together, sent us this email. And it says, loved your last episode because I'm at work all day and exhausted when I get home. I have a freezer full of marinades and meals that I can pull from each morning, and dinner requires much less work in the evening. I found these amazing bags on Amazon that have a zipper closure that I can write on. On the weekend, I spend a couple hours planning meals for the week and making sure I have everything that I need. And she included a photo of this next part that blew my mind. Did it blow your mind, Wendy? <laughs> yeah, I totally zoomed in on it. Totally. <laughs> She says, I printed out a monthly calendar and I make a list on the side of what's in the freezer. At the bottom, I have school lunch ideas. I also have quick dinner meals listed just in case everything falls apart and I need backup meals. She also has, she sent us a picture and she also has a list of the produce that's in season. So her August calendar says avocado, blackberry, corn, mango, strawberries, greens, Peaches, nectarines, radishes. I've never bought a radish in my entire life. Never. And I never consider what's in season either. No, tomato, watermelon, zucchini. And they are a vegan vegetarian family. Two of the members of the family are vegetarian. Two are vegan. And so cut this calendar. I need to ask her if we can include an image of it in the show notes. Because it is a thing of beauty. I mean, it's just a printable August calendar. But then she has 
she even has the first week of last week of July on here. Her lunches include things like leftovers, sweet potatoes and beans, muffins, sushi and edamame, hummus. What does it say? Apples and peanut butter, just things to include in lunch boxes. And then she has a whole list of things to freeze. It's beautiful. I appreciate this. And I think the thing that jumped out at me the most was when she says, I spend a couple of hours doing it. And your brain goes, I don't want to spend a couple of hours doing it. <laughs> I know. Totally. But I don't either. But at the time you will get back during the week when it's all of a sudden five o'clock and you're standing in front of your refrigerator thinking, what am I going to make now? <laughs> and you're pulling together totally. something that nobody's really going to like because it's missing half of the ingredients. A little bit of investment, this is me telling myself, not me telling you, is <laughs> worth it in the end. Yeah, she had something called sweet potato tacos on there that made my heart happy. I was like, what is that? I need to know what the recipe is for that. We Sounds delicious. We have been to dinner at Jen's house, uh, not in the past year and a half, but prior to that. And like I said, they're vegan and vegetarian, so they don't cook meat. And my husband is a meat eater. And he has loved every single meal they've ever made. They've done pizza when we're there. They've done tacos when we're there. She is an amazing cook, but... None of it is over-the-top things you couldn't make yourself. She's just really yeah. good at it. Can I wish I was really that? good at it. Can you just make four extra servings and I'll be by to pick them up every night at six? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. If you have a menu planning system that works for you, please send us an email. If you want to commiserate on the fact that your kids say, uh, chicken again, we'd also love to hear that because it's nice to know that we're not alone. And we're going to come right back with Megan and Wendy approved. We're back and it's time for Megan and Wendy approved. And I need to look up some information about mine. So I need you to go first. Okay. Well, little backstory. Yeah. And I might have mentioned it here on the podcast is that my favorite makeup YouTuber is back and her name is Tati. And I love watching her tutorials on how to do things. And a few weeks ago, she recommended a very affordable drugstore palette by Milani. It's number 110, Partner in Crime. It's the most wanted eyeshadow palette, and I freaking love it. Did you? You bought one too, didn't you? No, you bought the last one, and none of the stores <sighs> we were in had another one. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> so sorry, but okay. I love, love it. it. I've tried to find it, and it's sold out everywhere in every other store I've been in. It's just a great shade it, one two three six, it has six colors you know of course i probably only play in the four lightest colors you know but watching her videos has made me want to put a little bit more effort into putting myself together because i haven't done so in the last 18 months and whatever like you do you if you guys want to not wear makeup every single day i don't care but i just feel better about myself if I have kind of a look happening. Not even a look, just some life into my face. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just great. And if you're not familiar with the Milani brand, it's M-I-L-A-N-I. -I. It's sold at drugstores. Typically, it's a small display, a small section. They, they have a lot of great products, but it's not like you're not going to walk down and see CoverGirl, where it right. takes up a whole aisle. It's it's pretty small, mm -hmm. so look for it. And again, it's the most wanted eyeshadow palette in Partner in Crime is the colors. I am glad you're liking it. I have looked, and ever since you told me about it, and I trust Tati's suggestions, but it is hard to find. I bet you could find it online, however. Uh, oh, for sure, for sure. Okay, so I... Mine is a car air freshener from the brand Drift. I was drawn in by an Instagram ad, and the air freshener brand is Drift. And they have, it's essentially a air freshener refill subscription. And so they have two options. They have a vent clip, which is just like a small black clip. It's not obnoxious or bedazzled or <laughs> ducks on it. I'm looking at you, Bath and Body Works. It's very small and unobtrusive. I actually put mine in the back seat, but it is still tiny and nobody you can't tell what it is. Or they have just a small visor clip. If you don't want to clip one onto your vents, you can clip it onto your visor. It's also small, unobtrusive. 
but they have a scent of the month club. So you can order a specific scent or you can just let them send you their scent of the month. And they say like, avoid going nose blind. Like you'll never become immune to the scent in your car because oh. it's changing every month. Cool. And what I like about this, it's $15 for the starter kit, which includes either the vent or the visor clip plus the scent. And then it's $8 for a scent refill, which I, I don't know. Does that seem like a lot? I don't know. What I like is that it's just is going to show up at my house. And so if I had any other type of car scent, I would forget to buy the refills or I would run out. I enjoyed my first scent and I got an email that my second one, which is the scent Oasis for the month of August, is on its way. And it says this has quickly become a community favorite scent. So uh-huh. I'm into it. Smells good. I'm going to do it. it. I'm going So what other scents do they have cuz you said you can pick your own, right? Yes, but the scent names I don't think tell you a lot. Uh. Oasis, Grove, Teak, Mill, Cabana, Amber, Coffee. Mm. I don't want the coffee scent ever. Why? So, you uh, love coffee. I love the smell of coffee. Yeah. I I I like the smell of coffee. I don't like the smell of coffee scented things. <sighs> Guys, she's not going to get a chocolate one either. I'm telling you or a mint one. I would get chocolate mint in a mint. freaking heartbeat. But not, not chocolate mint. Not chocolate mint, no. <laughs> but then if you click on the scents, you can see all of the reviews of the scent, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, Look, I know you said it's like $8 a month. I would totally do that because that's like two drinks at Starbucks. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm totally clicking on this link. For me, <laughs> and order, it is and ordering these. I have like one of those like hanging ones in the car. And mm-hmm. I just looked at it today. I was like, hmm. How long has this been hanging right? here now? Like, yeah, so I love, like, the convenience of the monthly thing, and I'll just swap it out. Mm-hmm. I'm into it, Megan. I love it. And um, we there is a discount on your first order, so I will send that information over to Wendy so she can include it in the show notes. Woo-woo. Awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us for this episode of Long Story Short. We loved chatting meal planning solutions for you. We will be back on Thursday to discuss a little daytime drama from Hallmark's Summer Nights series. So please come back and take a listen to our thoughts on that episode. And we'll be back, of course, next Tuesday with a brand new episode that will be recorded in 